These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. This is episode eight, and we're talking all about head. Oh, head. <laughs> I got one. You got one. Mm-hmm. I've got two, technically. And some people give and get them. You know what I mean? Yup. Yup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about pipe. <laughs> Except we're not really on this episode. <laughs> Pretty sure we're talking about, like, actual heads. I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yes. So. Nothing real, real sexual, slightly sexual, but not overly sexual, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at all for me. Like still rated R, but like barely, you know? Mine's just kind of gross. Oh, mine, mine are terrible. Mine, mine is are, not sexy in any way. Mine are really rough. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hurt you a little bit with my, my stories tonight. I'm, and I'm sorry. I know for a fact you'll be hurt by some of mine. Oh, that's good. Just not super hurt. At least it's fair. Mm-hmm. Mutual hurt. Yeah. Um, well, before we get started, obviously... Thank you for listening, and we love you. But we don't love you as much as our patrons. That's true. Our wonderful patrons, all of them have loved and support us, supported us for some time now, and we couldn't do it without them. I agree. I agree. They are the reason we do what we do. That's correct. And so a big special thanks to Mom and Dad, Terry and Danny, Ricky, TJ, Sweet Sam, Jeremy, David, Flash, Thomas, Abria, and Alan. We love you guys. We love you so much, and we wouldn't be here without you. We probably would. We probably would still be here. We'd but, still be here. But we wouldn't be here, like, as happy. We'd be so much more broke. We'd be broke and sad, probably. Yeah, for sure. So, thank you for keeping us happy and, and liquored up. Speaking of liquor, uh, shots tonight, Jess. We broke out that Tierra Fertile. It's so good. It is. It's delicious. Very smooth. It is. It is... Quite possibly one of the better tequilas we've had on this show. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So highly recommended. Go buy Tierra Fertil uh, right when you're also buying Monkey Shoulder. Yes. Uh, blended Scotch whiskey. It's the best whiskey in the world and you should buy it. Yum. It's delicious. That's probably fine, right? You think they'd like that? I think so. Okay. It's positive things. It's yeah. not We're saying nice things. We, yeah. It's kind. It's a good thing. Uh, for drinks tonight, we're drinking beer. Mm-hmm. We got some beers. Yeah, I had a Modelo. I've, I finished it. Yeah, she had a Modelo and she finished it. I'm pretty sure I finished four Coronas. And you're working and on- And a Michelob Ultra. And this is this is my second Michelob Ultra, so my sixth beer mm-hmm. of the night. Right. And I got to say, buzz is fading. It's fleeting. It is? Yeah. Like, but it, heavily. Michelob Ultra is a superior light beer. It is superior. Um, it only has 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Whoa. So- that is high octane beer. <laughs> it is. It is high <laughs> octane beer. Um, do you have any? Do you have any updates? Anything you wanna wanna let the people know? Mm, no. No. Nah. Nothing new over here. Same old, same. Just the same old. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for me, um, I've been 
I've been playing a lot of Diablo lately, listening to podcasts, um, oh, listening wow. to a lot of Dan Cummins. I love him. Love him. Great guy. Uh, I moved on to uh, Two Bears, One Cave. Mm-hmm. Tom Segura and... Uh, Brett Kersher. Okay. Both, you know, famous comedians. Um, definitely not for the the, the lighthearted or the, the faint of heart. You, right. Um, we, it is... We get pretty crude on this podcast. They make and us look like fucking saints. Yeah, if that's pushing it for you. That may not be the podcast for you, but if you eat it up, then... We suggest yeah. you listen to Two Bears, One Cave. Yeah, it's fun. Let them know that we sent you, so maybe they'll send others our way or something. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be really cool. It'd be tight. It'd be, like, super tight. Oh, but the the only other thing I had to say was I platinumed uh, Diablo, which is fun. I got all the achievements. So, so all of your, most of your free time has been doing that, probably. Oh, uh, no. I wouldn't say most. I've also been reading The Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. So. You must be really good at video games, then. Really good. I'm really good at video games. I bet you I could find a video game you'd have trouble with. Probably not. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think I do really well at okay. all video games. I think so too. So I should just pick some and you could give them a try because you'd probably be great, honestly. Maybe. Maybe we'll have a talk. We'll have a little talk about that or something in the future, you know? Okay. Okay. Because I feel like you're going to you're gonna produce some, some stupid game that I don't want to play. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Nope. They'll all be really great games, highly reviewed, very popular games that you would be amazing at, I'm sure. Okay. Well, you know what? On that note, Jessica, I'm going to spin the wheel so that you stop talking about that shit. I don't know what you mean. Well, it's okay, because it will all be forgotten. I, I'll remember. All right. You have to face off with anyone, but for only 72 hours, who is it? There is a uh, parentheses on here. It says, by face off, they mean switch faces like the 97 hit film with Nick Cage and John Travolta. So you must face off like that movie with anyone, but you only got 72 hours. So you can have- You can have anyone's it, face, but they also have your face. Wouldn't it take that long, I mean, even longer than that, just to heal from switching faces? Uh, not in the movie, it was pretty instantaneous. Oh, because the machine was, the technology was just that advanced? Correct. It okay. also changes your body type to match theirs. Hmm. Okay, so basically you can switch lives with someone for 72 hours. You can look exactly like them. Yes. For 72 hours. But they got to look exactly like you for 72 hours. Hmm. So you don't want to choose anyone too fucked up because they can ruin your life. They'd put my family in danger. Probably. I would, now listen, I don't know who necessarily, but I think I'd switch lives with like a really rich, famous lesbian. Ooh. That okay. way I could live for 72 hours as someone who's super rich and famous. Just, you know, because... I want to see what it's like. Sure. You know, they get wined and dined at all the best restaurants and, and things like that. Um, and whoever switches places with me never fucks Terry. Oh, wow. That's some deep level thought right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh. But they'd be fucking Terry in your body. So would he be cheating? No, they wouldn't. They, they, would, they wouldn't they, be interested in fucking him. Is what I'm saying. That's, because they're lesbians. She's a lesbian. So she doesn't want Terry. No. So Terry would just have a dry 72 hours. Yep. Hmm. Okay, so would I, because I'm straight. And not a lesbian. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be interested in this person's, you know, girlfriend or wife or whoever. Do you have a, a, a person in, in mind? A famous? I think it'd be a lot of fun to trade places with Ellen and just slap people around for 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> just make her case worse. Be really adorable and cute. And then when I flip my top, just like, you know, beat the shit out of people, just beat the shit out but of I'm them. Yeah. still in a cute, adorable way, a charming way. And no one wants to rat on me, you know, okay. 
Okay. Um, shit. I don't know. Now that you brought up fucking the spouse, you know what? I don't you imagine. You could say I want to switch lives with Ryan Reynolds, but that means Ryan Reynolds has he, access to Danny. He would fuck my wife. Yep. Ryan Reynolds. Well, I would fuck his wife. That's only fair. So you're right. I, I must choose a gay man who I would want to be his, in his life. Neil Patrick Harris. No, it wouldn't be him. Trixie Mattel. No, no, not quite good enough. Hmm. RuPaul. No, I thought about RuPaul. That's not who I would want, Jessica. No. John Travolta. Is John Travolta gay? Mm-hmm. Like gay gay? Mm-hmm. Huh. That would be kind of ironic to to face off with John Travolta, right? Because he's, he's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. That might be funny. And then in my 72 hours, I could call up every single Hollywood contact I have and and sign my name as as John Travolta to every single movie contract. Every single one, just sign them. So that he has to be in a lot of movies for the next four years? Yeah, he'll, his life is just going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing but filming and fucking radio shows and red carpets. That's it. Wow. He'd probably lose a lot of weight. I mean, does that matter? I don't know. Maybe I'd be doing him a favor, though. Think, then again, I he'd probably be doing a lot of drugs. He's really rich. I feel like if he wanted to lose the weight, he just could if he wanted to. Hmm. That's a good point. Bucket. I am, my wife, unfortunately, will be had. Because I am, <laughs> I am trading with Ryan Reynolds. I'm face-offing with Ryan. Yeah, I know it's so an basic. easy answer. You say know, it all the time. I know it's an easy answer, Jessica, but I could use his platform for 72 hours to make three shots in such a whopping success. But you could do that with Neil Patrick Harris, too. I don't think I could. I don't think people who like Neil Patrick Harris would like our podcast. That's fair. Okay. So I think Ryan Reynolds has got it. And also I get to fuck his wife. So okay. it's a win-win. Sure. Alrighty. Yeah. I, we did. We answered that one really fast. We did. We did. Um, head. We're talking about head. Yes, we are. And I believe you're up first with your head head uh, topic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about some head. Oh, shit. Oh, dang. So when I thought of head, I thought of like people giving head to each other. <laughs> yes. Like blowjobs. Yes. Like, like, you know, sloppy BJs. But then I thought, I don't want to Google that. <laughs> Fair. So... I decided to, I know this is a weird jump, okay? Okay. And you're going to be really grossed out when I say it. But I wanted to look into people who had like weird things growing out of their heads. Like horns? Anything at all. Like tumors? Something. Just like medical things? Like like tree branches or something? Maybe. And then that progressed into learning about some crazy stuff that's happened inside people's heads. In their brains. In their brains? Mm-hmm. Like a brain-eating bacteria? Something like that, yeah. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't disappointed, Jake. There was a lot of really weird stuff. I have three of them. Okay. I'm ready. Possibly four. Hold on. I have four of them. <laughs> okay. Now I'm ready. I, I I thought I was ready before, but, but I was weren't. wrong. Because now- You're ready for three, but now you're ready for four. Now I am ready for four. All right. 1988. There's a 19-year-old in Vancouver, a, a male. Um, he has decided to remain anonymous. Okay. So we will call him George. That is what all the papers called him at just, this time. Just George. Just George. So George suffered from severe OCD. Okay. He had a phobia of germs, an obsession with washing his hands. He washed them hundreds of times a day, took showers frequently, multiple a day. This forced him to drop out of school. Oh. He had to quit his job can't do your job if you're constantly washing up you know what i mean yeah that makes sense so he started seeing a psychiatrist and he saw this doctor for over a year 
before he just couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take the OCD or the doctor? The severe OCD. Okay. It was ruining his life. It sounds like it. Yeah, he was at the end of his rope. So he oh, went to his mother. Is that, no, no, it's not. Is that a pun? It isn't. He didn't hang himself? No. Ugh. Silly goose. So he went to his mother, um, and with all the love in her heart, she told him, so look, George, if your life is so wretched, just go and shoot yourself. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, his doctor said that George was also very depressed, and he shared his, you know, thoughts of what had become of his life with his mother, and that his life was so unlivable to him that he was contemplating killing himself. And mom was on board. Apparently. Okay. It's possible she just didn't think he was going to do it. <laughs> She's just calling his bluff. She was wrong. Oh, no. George went to the basement and stuck a 22 caliber rifle in his mouth. Interesting. Okay. And pulled the trigger. Okay. So surgeons were able to remove the bullet. Uh-huh. But they couldn't get everything out. There were still fragments inside of his head. And he didn't die from the wound either. The bullet lodged uh, itself in the left front lobe of his brain. Yeah, I don't know that I would I would try to off myself with the 22. Well, maybe the other guns were dirty. <laughs> you forget he has his OCD, you know? That's a really good point. I'm just saying. This isn't the kind of person who... Maybe they were dirty. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what? So anyway, uh, the bullet had destroyed the section of his brain responsible for his disabling obsessive compulsive behavior. Oh shit, he cured himself? It caused no other brain damage. He retained his IQ that he had before this injury, returned to school, became a straight-A college student, and got a new job, went on to live a completely normal life, cured of his OCD after doing this. All right. Now, that's not typical. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Lesson learned. If you are struggling with OCD and you just don't want to anymore, put a twenty-two in your mouth and pull the trigger. Um... And it will no, be cured. No, I don't think that's the lesson. You won't be OCD no, no, anymore. I think this is like Your a, life can be great. This is just a weird freak coincidence. Are I you think sure? that's the point of this. That's why it's That's not the lesson that I got from I, that. Yeah, but it shouldn't be the lesson you got from it. The one that you say you got from it should not be the one you got because I feel like everyone else besides this one person just dies after shooting themselves. You think, okay, so the odds aren't in your favor. No. But there's a chance. You must take it. No. No? No. You don't think no, so? No, just, you know, whatever. Okay. Just deal. Just just deal with the OCD. Yeah. Okay. Let's find let's find other ways besides A happy dying. medium. Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. Something like that. Like a, a what? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Is there a smaller bullet? You probably that you just can shouldn't use? shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just shouldn't do that, I think. Okay. It's fair. And we'll move on now. 2008. A woman in Massachusetts who also wished to remain anonymous. Her marriage had fallen apart. She lost her kids. What are we calling her? The article I read about her just called her M. Can we call her something else? Martha. Martha. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. So Martha's marriage fell apart. She lost her kids, mm. turned to drugs, Ooh. contracted HIV, and developed a terrible case of shingles, which I'm pretty sure is like it, a terrible rash. Yeah, shingles is like... Uh, it's like a rash, but your like nerves feel like they're burning. Right. And that's my understanding of it. Like I it don't looks actually... like a rash, but like your entire fucking appendage is affected. Maybe. I just, I really don't know that much about it. it. I'm pretty sure it's like nerve damage and shit. So eventually she kicked her heroin habit. Martha gets a handle on her disease as well. But after two years of turning her life around and getting clean, the right side of her head begins to inexplicably itch. 
It began after a nasty shingles attack. She'd already had a pretty bad case in the past. It resurfaced. And when she sought help, the doctors were baffled. She had no parasites. She had no rashes, no red marks on her skin. No reason the doctors could see that she should be itching this bad. Okay. No creams or medications seemed to help her. And Martha could not stop scratching herself. The itchiness was constant and it was especially bad at nighttime when she was trying to sleep. She sometimes said that she scratched so hard she woke up to find her pillow caked with blood. Yikes. Right, not great. She tried wearing caps to bed, nothing could stop her. One night she woke up to find green liquid dripping down her face. Interesting. So she freaks out, she goes straight to her doctor. After a quick glance, her physician called for an ambulance. Okay. She's rushed to the hospital and there she's told that she needs immediate surgery. Yeah, cause she's got like parasites or some shit. She had scratched straight through her skull. Whoa. Apparently she had an infection called osteomyelitis that made her bones soft. And she had been scratching so consistently she'd gone through her scalp and through her skull. So brain juice bleeds green? I guess so. Huh. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, even after this came to the doctor's attention, her itching remained. Martha tore off two skin grafts Mm. that were put on her and she had to be restrained. They put a foam helmet on her, tied her hands uh, to the bed at night so that she couldn't, you know, worry at it. Um, She ended up locked in a medical ward for like two years. Whoa. All this time, doctors still don't know what is causing her to itch this bad. It seems psychological. Huh. So since she had her shingles, that that first really bad case, and then the second, she had two bad cases of it. She had actually, you had mentioned it was nerve related. Yeah. She'd actually lost, uh, the shingles had destroyed 96% of her nerve fibers in the right side of her scalp. So she couldn't feel it per se. It should be numb, but this is something super unfair that just never occurred to me. Um, Doctors are guessing that maybe the remaining 4% of the nerves left were itch fibers. Oof. You see what I mean? Like nerves just to pick up that. And if she's not feeling anything at all, then all sensation is sent to those specific nerves. Oof. That was their thought. Yeah. But they went in and they snipped the main sensory nerve leading to the front of her head just to get rid of this so she could have relief. Nothing changed. It just kept on itching. So if it's not nerve fibers, what is it? And I guess the best they can put together is that since most of her nerve fibers are gone, at least on her head, that her brain isn't really sure what's going on there and is like filling in a sensation to feel. So it's almost like- um, Her brain would rather feel anything than nothing. Like phantom limb type of stuff. It's creating a feeling that isn't there, which is awful. So they can't cure that. She ended up partially paralyzed on her left side and, and wheelchair bound. <clears throat> so she shouldn't be able to feel anything, but does. And there is no relief for it. She's still itchy today? Uh-huh. Yikes. Gross. That's disgusting. Terrible. I feel awful for her. She probably has to wear like a helmet at all times so probably. that she can't actually scratch. Mm-hmm. Gross. Next up. Early in 2014, a four-month-old baby made the news. During an operation, surgeons found that the baby had a craniopharyngioma. Some big words there. Yes. So that's a growth. She had a, he or she had a growth inside of their brain or inside of their head, I guess. And it's a brain tumor. Yeah. It's an unusual kind though. Uh, This particular kind, it's grown from the same cells that make your teeth. Ew. 
Yeah. So when they opened it up, it had teeth inside. Ew. Mm-hmm. Now it was removed safely, and the baby's fine. But Did it have a spinal column? <laughs> no. Okay. Now in 2008, Colorado doctors discovered that the unborn baby of a woman named Tiffany was suffering also from a brain tumor. So they induce her labor because they're worried for the baby. After they get the baby out of Tiffany, they move the baby into emergency surgery in order to remove this tumor as soon as possible. God damn, can you imagine? How stressful that would be? Your baby's got a fucking tumor? Mm-hmm. Rough. So the doctor goes in, reaches the tumor, and cuts it open. And a human foot pops out. Ew, what? A little baby foot pops out. Of oh my the God, tumor. it was a twin. <laughs> cuts a little further, and they find a hand and a thigh. So um, there, it, it, it's not really a common thing. So there are a couple of uh, theories as to what's going on. One is that it was a teratoma, which I guess is a tumor that just fucking produces fucking creepy body parts. Like that's just a thing. Oh yeah, just, just common. You know, the creepy body part tumor that everyone knows about. Good God. It's just, could be one of those. Can you imagine getting a teratoma in your fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> got a foot sticking out of your butthole. Yeah, you got a foot coming out. <laughs> the other one is your theory. Um, it, and it does happen where a one fetus absorbs another fetus. In the brain? Yeah. And because it was inside of the baby's brain, the doctors believe that, that she absorbed like a twin, the baby, and that the sibling was feeding off of the baby like a human parasite. We actually saw a documentary about something like that. It was called Malignant. Oh, we did. If you remember. Yeah, I recall. Yeah. I recall that. It was a very interesting documentary. Should we delete that? Is that a spoiler warning? No, it's old. It's kind of a spoiler. It's fine. Okay. Last one. Well, that was it? There's no conclusion to that? Nope, that's it. Did did the baby or the babies live? I think so. I think the... The, the absorber lived, not the, the absorbee. Yeah, the absorber was fine. The absorbee, not so much. Yikes. Unless if it was an absorbee at all, it could have just been a creepy body part tumor. Oh, shit, I forgot. A teratoma. <laughs> God. What a fucking weird thing to happen to, happen Look, to your I body. I just hope that if I get a tumor, that it's a teratoma and I can fucking, I don't know, grow a penis. Like three more noses? Like out of my fucking shoulder or something, I don't know. <laughs> all right, so this is the last one. There's an Italian physician named Ignacio Reuter. Yeah. It very, Reuter. Reuter. Very Italian sounding first name, not Italian sounding last yeah, name. Yeah, no, not at all. But I mean, whatever. That was his name. So he gets married and doesn't know that the woman his, he's marrying comes from a family with a long history of this genetic problem. So in 1973, this was a while ago, uh, his wife's aunt develops this inexplicable sickness. She couldn't fall asleep. Oh, no. At all. That kills you, right? It did. Oh, she lasted a year. Oh, I mean, that's a lot longer than I would think. No sleeping for a year. Zero. I thought, I thought you die after like 11 days or some shit. Uh, I mean, no, I huh. I knew you got like really I mean, fucked up. After I mean, something I guess like that. I guess everything I know about it is from fucking TV. So that could <laughs> <Sure>. be a lie. <laughs> Maybe. So essentially what that went to was that she was kind of stuck in this haze. So she's exhausted. She eventually stops walking, stops moving around, stops speaking. She's just gone. The fucking vegetable at this can't, point. She can't get any rest. Her body is trying to conserve whatever it possibly can, I guess. 
She died a year after that started. Yikes. 1979, another aunt dies the exact same way. Same mysterious disease. Mm. And then, you know, he's a doctor. He starts asking around in the family, is this a thing? And they start recalling, oh, yeah, you know, our great grandfather passed away under similar circumstances. And then he starts looking through their records and he finds that there are multiple instances of his wife's relatives dying sleepless deaths. Interesting. So this really seems genetic. He decides to look into it. And uh, eventually his wife's uncle passes away in 1984. And because he'd put this together by the time that happened and he had died freshly, they decide to go in and take a look at his brain. Okay, fair. So they do. Upon analyzing it, they find that it is full of tiny holes. Like fucking mad cow or some shit? I don't know. Is that a mad cow thing? I thought mad cow is like a brain eating disorder. Like your brain develops holes. I'm not sure. Maybe. I could be wrong, but weird. So... The other doctor says that the reason for this happening is a mutant gene that had activated a group of what he said was misinformed proteins called prions. Okay. Basically, the proteins mutate and take on the characteristics of a virus. They're a natural part of your body. Something happens that just makes them like 180 and start turning on you. It shuts down important bodily functions, namely sleep. Huh. So... All of this study and all of this knowledge collected, there is no cure for it at all. Oh, you're going to die. They still have no idea what to do about it. Wow. So it's called fatal familial insomnia. Literally die from no sleep. When it strikes, it strikes. Yep. If the mutant gene activates these abnormal proteins, the carrier is doomed to a sleepless haze and inevitable death. I just wouldn't have kids. Same. I'd just adopt. Let's fucking end that yeah. bloodline. Not going to happen. So as of 2010, they because they know about it now, they're looking around for other families that are dealing with it. And they found so far 40. Whoa. Now that's of 2010. I mean, like in the grand scheme, that's not that many fucking families or bloodlines. Globally, but like, but damn, that's more than I thought. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Can you fucking imagine that? No. Like you just like, who knows? And then like, especially now that you know what it is. So like. You know your family's got that gene, and then one day you just can't sleep, and that day turns into a week, mm-hmm. and now you know you have, like, months to live. Yep. Oof. You never get to know if the last time you slept was the very last time. That's wild. Uh-huh. Fuck that shit. Awful. I'd never heard of that ever before. No, that's and So when gross. I found that, I was like, ooh. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Also, the fucking, like, body parts tumor? What the hell is that? What was it called? Like a tumor just starts growing a new body for some reason. What was it? It was a teratoma. With a T. Teratoma. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What if you had a teratoma in your brain that made another brain, another like brain spots that could fill your brain holes? So you think that the people with the holes in their brain should infect themselves with a teratoma? I mean, I don't know if that's possible, but but yeah, that's where I'm going. Hmm. Or, I don't know, fucking stem cells or something. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Wow. I'm not going to lie. That was kind of gross. That whole thing. Mm -hmm. All of it. I told you. It's kind of gross. I didn't like them. Mm -hmm. Because it's kind of like, there's kind of like a horror aspect to it. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You can just all of a sudden, oh, wow, I can't sleep. Oh, it's because you got got brains in your brain or shit. (laughs) <laughs> you've got brains in your brain. You've got, you've got holes in your brain and you're literally going to die in months. Right. So good luck. 
So the first one was just interesting. Like, I can't do this anymore. You know, my life. Oh, my life. And then you fix yourself. Suicide is your cure somehow. I mean, but it worked. It did. But what that says to me is that, like, I don't know, maybe there is a kind of surgery you can perform on the left. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't know why they wouldn't fucking do all sorts of research on that shit. Yeah. Like, he clearly damaged something that apparently controlled his fucking OCD. So now we have, we know exactly which part of the brain to nick. Yeah. If you have severe OCD. He had essentially given himself a lobotomy. Oh, I guess. It was right, what is the left side? So here, and just scrambled it up and he was good to go. Huh. So that shit didn't always work. Hell no, it it must've worked a little every now and then. Fucking ice picks, lobotomies were brutal. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was ready to fucking die, you know? Suicide is never the cure for anything, like as far as Suicide I know. Suicide is almost never the answer. <laughs> right. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Almost never the answer. <laughs> but yeah, so there was that one. The rest of them just had this like weird horror story quality. The babies with like the like a tumor full of like teeth and I was waiting for you to like throw in something like just out of the blue, just like nowhere like, "Oh yeah, the only cure is to be the only cure to your like whole brain disorder that's going to make you, you know, stay awake to death is to be human centipeded or something. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I found this other one that also had sort of a horror quality for me. Um, but it just wasn't it was a long article with not a whole lot of payoff, you know, entertainment-wise. It yeah. was interesting. It was interesting enough. I'm glad I read it, but I didn't want to share it necessarily. The summary of it though is that like one Based off of a study that was done, I don't know, within the past few years, one out of like five comatose people are actually aware, just unable to move or speak. Oh, that's gross. So someone, some, you know, medical student decided to conduct like a test. Can't they see like your brain waves or some shit? That's what they used. So this student or, you know, doctor or something was taking, you know, people in comas and putting them in, I guess, I don't know what it would be like, you know. A machine of some kind. A cat scan. Yeah. So that you can. Or pet scan. I'm not sure. I thought cat was the head and pet was head, but also something else. Other things. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not a doctor. I don't have to. Yeah. Some sort of some sort of machine that's going to make your insurance and you pay thousands of dollars to use. <laughs> yes. So this person would put these comatose patients in this machine so that he or she could see their brain waves in real time. Okay. Like see the, you know, the brain Just firing waving. and like lighting up in certain areas. So she, he or she began to ask questions and would just see if the brain responded. And she found one. It got to the point that talking to him through like the little intercom system while he's in the machine, he was able to answer yes or no questions even. Oh, like he, and he had been in the hospital for like 10 years. Gross. What that is just like. The ultimate kind of like fucking torture. Yeah. Like, I I just, I don't know. So now that they know this, I don't know if they're doing something about it. Like with all comatose. Like if someone's in a coma, they fucking make sure they don't have any brain waves before they pull the plug or some shit. Not sure. And also it's such an expensive way to communicate with them, you know? True. But it's worth it for quality of life, I would assume. So like this guy, they were able, even able to, like I said, yes or no questions. And the way that they did it, by the way, because you'd think like, how could you recognize the difference in brain waves between a positive answer and a negative one. Cause communication is all isolated to a specific part of the brain, I thought. So I really thought it was a female doctor. So I'm just gonna say she because I keep wanting to do that. Okay. So 
She would ask him, <coughs> if your answer to this question is yes, imagine that you are walking through your home. You're walking into your home from the front door or something like that. And if the answer is no, imagine that you're playing tennis. Because for whatever reason, it would light up in a different way for huh. each of those. And that's how they were able to do yes or no questions. And he was answering everything. That's gross. They even asked him, like, are you, do you feel any pain? And he responded, no. And they like it got to a point where they were asking him, like, what kind of food, like, do you prefer? Do you like chow mein or lo mein? Do you like the jello at the hospital? Do you want something different? That kind of thing. Like, we can, can we do something to make you more comfortable? Stuff like that. Yikes. But it took 10 years for that to happen. Yikes. Maybe even 11. Hard pass. Terrible. I guess mine was a little depressing, wasn't it? Kind of. Kind of depressing. Sorry. It's okay. Mine will be worse. What? Oh, yeah. Really? Um, maybe. Well, I guess none of mine. Worse in like the shock value way, for sure. Not many of mine died, I guess. I got some deaths. The only people who died in mine were the the families who were, you know, cursed with that little, the insomnia disease. I got five deaths in mine. Well, I've got 40 families. So hundreds, thousands, maybe. Perhaps. Who knows how back, how old their family goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? They could have been, could have been back in the fucking caveman days, just fucking staying awake for a year or two. You know, it's kind of a creepy thought. What? What if like. Like way back when, like hundreds of years ago, all of those families had an ancestor in common who got like cursed or something. Ooh. Right? Just some evil curse. Creepy. Creepy, creepy. Mm-hmm. Cursed to stay awake until they're dead because they they were were Can't. napping on the job. Oh. <laughs> and and their boss was not cool with it. Do you think that's who cursed them? Their boss? Their boss. It yeah. was like stop falling asleep while you're trying where you should be working. Yeah. Something like that. I curse you. I curse you and your children. <laughs> <laughs> and your family for all eternity. <laughs> because fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's go on break. Okay. So the Holocaust was pretty fucking bad, dude. Like, like I, like <laughs> you're making faces. Like I knew it was bad, right? I knew it was like really bad. Uh-huh. But I didn't know like how bad. I guess. How did you not know how bad? Well, it was? I listened. I listened to a podcast who talked about the Holocaust for about six hours. Dan Cummins. It was Dan Cummins. Um, time suck. Yeah, it was time suck. <laughs> Holy shit! No, far worse than I thought it was. It was awful. Terrible. Uh huh. Oh my god. Yeah. Horrible. Didn't you visit the museum? We lived in. Los Angeles, didn't you visit the Museum of Tolerance like six times like everyone else? Six times. It was one time. It was in the eighth grade. I had to go three times. I had to sign a thing saying that if I laughed, I would be suspended. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah. What the fuck? Of course, now I'm, I wasn't planning on laughing at the fucking Museum of Tolerance, but now like, uh, yeah, I kind of want to laugh. You made me sign a whole thing. Part of the things were like, hey, everyone's going to enter this room. And then like they closed the doors and it was like a fucking <laughs> faux gas chamber. Right. And you're like, there's you're just fucking supposed to sit down. And like just letting steam in the room while you, you're sitting there with all your homies. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. They, they gassing us up in this bitch? Uh-huh. And that's exactly what they did. Replicas of the bunkhouses and yeah. all that stuff. Wild. That's it? Yeah. I just, I just wanted to see, you know... <laughs> I didn't know if you knew how bad it was. I did. <laughs> everyone knows how bad it was. No, everyone, sure, you know how bad it is until you learn how bad it actually was. Do you know something I don't know? 
I don't know. You listen to the podcast? No. Well, I maybe just... you should. So head. Gosh. Head. Heads. You got a head? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, got one over there too, but like I, a big one I can see. I got, well, I got two, two big ones. Mm, okay. You know, it was like a little penis joke. I know. I, I've also, mine's a big penis though. A, a really big penis? Yep. You know who? <laughs> <laughs> you know who's well endowed with quality products? Who? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create... All of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us, just like we love you. You've been receiving a lot of uh, insta-taints lately. Yeah, um, I'm just getting Poonanny mm-hmm. sent to me digitally from like every which way. Yeah, I get those like, like message requests because I think I'm private on Instagram. I don't remember, but I get like message requests. And mm-hmm. so like... I'll look and I'm in like a group chat with like 180 other dudes mm-hmm. and like one woman, you know, quote unquote woman has like her whole spread. Just, and- I mean, she's got fingers like deep inside uh-huh. and like across the banner is just like her only fans. Uh huh. And you're all tagged in it like you're in it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What is happening? How did uh-huh. you even find me? Yeah, I got. Like full on like taint and clam and bee hole, like all up in my face all the time. The hose just, they can't get enough. They just you know? can't get enough. They really want me and my money <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Give me shmoney shmoney. <laughs> <laughs> they want my shmoney. This isn't an invitation. To, to, to message me your taint listener. Yeah, you know Because what? you know what I do to all of the taints that I receive? What do you do? I not only block them, but I report them. That's right. I take the time to also report them because fuck you. Yeah, like you don't get to just fucking send body part photos all over the place and then no. bitch about dudes sending you photos. Yeah, no, it's actually illegal in Texas. Did you know that if you send an unsolicited uh, like sexual photo, mm-hmm. that you can straight up get arrested? Like it is a, it's oh, not, wow. it's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor, but like you can, you, you were, it is a straight up crime in Texas. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you ask if they want to receive nudes first. I'm fairly And get that certain. yes in, in text. Yeah. I'm fairly certain most of the people sending me pictures are sending me pictures of someone else. 
<laughs> and are is trying, that illegal? trying to get money as though they were them. Is that illegal? You can't send pictures of yourself, but can you just send a random nude? So listen, I don't know. Can you imagine that's your fucking job? You just fucking subscribe to like eight different people's fucking OnlyFans. And forward So that photos. you can create eight other OnlyFans. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just like post everything they post. Well, like eight more accounts. Yeah. Of each person. Uh-huh. So that would be like 64 accounts. Oh, that's a lot of accounts. Uh-huh. That would, that would be insane. Yeah. Do you think people would do that for like a living? I've, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. world you can take pictures of your feet holding like bananas and shit make like two grand a month from just that you know i once took a risky f uh, feet pick myself i gripped a bottle of jack daniels and a, and shot, a glass. shot glass and i i in my in between my toes mm -hmm. and i sent the pick out and it was risky because people could have made a lot of money off of that and then, you know, really exploited me. I'm sure. And my feet. What a fun break. A blast. All right. Uh, you know, I, I spun the wheel. I was reaching for it. Mm. I was reaching for it. Yeah, I know you were going to steal it. I was, I was about to spin you it again. You were going to steal but it I'm gonna from let, me. I'm going to let you spin it. I'm just going to spin it. Just spin the Whether wheel. Whether you let me or not, because it's my turn. So... Okay. Okay. Well, sure. I'm. I'm. I'm allowing Spinning it you now. To. After I chose to spin, what did it land on? Well, after I allowed you to spin the wheel, you landed on. You're the head crime lord of a notorious gang. What's your trademark? I don't understand. Um. My trademark. Your trademark. Like, uh, like you kill somebody and then like. Like anything that you do, you like leave a little calling card or something? Yeah. Do you remember like when I told the story of the cocaine like godmother in Florida? Oh, big oh, crime oh. lord. Yes. Um, her thing was motorcycle drive bys. Was it La Madrina? Yeah, La Madrina. Mm -hmm. Her thing was motorcycle drive bys. She was really into motorcycle drive bys. She loved them. Mm -hmm. She loved them and she always sent her boys to do them. Um, think you're gonna like do a drive by. That's a pretty rad way to do a drive by. It was always on like the Kawasaki's too. Like it was dope. You I know, don't condone drive bys, but like if you're gonna do one, that's a rad way to do it's it. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like you don't want to do a drive by in a minivan. You know, that's not cool. You totally could. It, it'd bet, probably be the most efficient way to do a drive by. That's what I'm saying. Like the sliding door and everything. Uh huh. But it's just not rad. It just doesn't look cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like they have like Russian neckties, which is where they. Is the Russians, like, like Garrett wire or something. Uh, not necessarily. They would garrot. Uh, garrot, I believe, is how it is oh, pronounced. Okay. They would slit a throat and and pull the tongue out <laughs> from the throat and let the tongue dangle. That's really gross. Below, you know, where the the Jacob's apple or or the you know whatever his name is, whatever his apple would mm -hmm. be hanging right below it, his tongue mm -hmm. or her tongue. She wouldn't have an apple, of course, but sure. Yeah. Wow. So okay. what would be your thing? What's your trademark? What's um, your what's your move? Or, you know, it doesn't have to be death uh, in Breaking Bad. Heisenberg, right? His trademark was the blue meth, blue crystal meth. That was everyone knew. If, it's, if you had blue meth, you knew that was Heisenberg's meth. 
You gotta have a thing to really set yourself apart from the competition. Kind of like like the sticky bandits. The sticky bandits. Or the wet bandits. Or the wet bandits. Yeah. A trademark. Um, I don't know why. I can only think of two things. Okay. One is like my pranky side, you know? Just wanting to be devilish. Okay. Um, I would like make them poop their pants before I killed them. Okay. You know, like, you, you know, you didn't pay me my money when I wanted it. So now I'm going to kill you, but not until you shit your pants or something like that. Like shit your pants if you want to die fast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we can make this, you can go the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> um, and then I thought like, maybe that's, you know, I don't know that I want to be like a super mean crime boss. Uh, a crime know? lord. Crime lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, maybe maybe there's like an alternative, you know? Maybe I could convene, you know, with my my crime counsel <laughs> about, you know, what we call our gang and what we do. Your, your crime cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, I'm really liking the you have to shit your pants now <laughs> calling card. That one's If you fun. shit your pants. I'll shoot you in the brain. <laughs> if you don't shit your pants, I will draw and quarter you. <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit right now. <laughs> um, or like, you know, you could pull like, kill them however you want in whatever way, you know? Okay. And then like take a tooth and then like. Put it in their belly button. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why would that be your thought? And if they have, if they have an Audi, you cut it out so that there's room for the tooth. No. Why would it go? That was such a weird thing to say. I was going to say like someone could show up and be like, oh, the like fucking left incisors missing. The tooth fairies did this one. Oh, look, this tooth is covered in lint. It must have been in his belly button. Oh, uh, no, I know what I would do. My, my trademark. Um, okay. I would go to like, well, of course, you know, I'm a crime Lord. I don't actually go. I send, you know, one of my, my plebes, um, mm -hmm. to like, one of a, your pawns. yeah, to like a dollar tree, mm -hmm. or like a dollar general or 99 cent store or something and buys like a whole bunch of like kids, um, like temporary tattoos. Okay. And every time I did a hit, I would have them, you know, place a temporary tattoo on the person, mm -hmm. right? Because at first they wouldn't know, right? They'd just be like, wow, I guess, you know, this drug dealer had a Hello Kitty temporary tattoo on his, you know, abdomen. But then eventually they'd start piecing it together. All of these people are dying and they got these children's temporary tattoos on them. Okay. That's my move. Just putting tattoos on the people you have to. Yep. They'll call them the temp tat killings. Temp tats. Yeah, the temp tat killings. Wow. Is that what your gang would be called? No, probably not called the temp tats. Um, something cooler, like the wild temp tats. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my move. I mean, okay. I'm not all making, right. I'm, not, I'm not fucking making them shit their pants, Jessica. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is that, you know, in the crime world, you really have to state your dominance in a big way. So you make them shit their pants. It's not it's not the the place for temporary tats. Okay? I'm humiliating them. I'm humiliating them. You're not. You're waiting till they're they die and then you put like a little tattoo. Well, and then on next them. thing you know, they got some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos on them. That's they, embarrassing. They're already dead. They don't care. It's embarrassing. It's way more embarrassing to have shit in your pants. 
Okay, that's a pretty good point. Oh, speaking of which. Sp- speaking of which. For a second. Um, I'm going to connect to the roadcaster. Why? just want to show you something. We were talking about pant shitting. I, I'm still talking about that. But why are you connecting your phone? Shh. Is it turned up? I mean, it, it's turned on and turned up, yeah. I just super daddied my pants. What? Should do those. I shit my pants, I think. Gross. You don't have pants on. she's sitting in a fucking hospital gown saying that she just shit her pants like she's not wearing pants dude you got the ass flap maybe she's also like high on (laughs) anesthetics or something i just super daddied my pants shadoodled that's what i'm gonna say shadoodled Shadoodled. i got a shadoodle (laughs) shadoodle now or i'll fucking kill you That's what we'll be called. My gang is the Super Daddies. <laughs> the Super Daddies. The Shadoodlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. All right. That's enough. Enough shadoodling around. <clears throat> it is time for my my story, Jess. Stories, actually. About head. So we're going to start pretty heavy. Okay. So much like you, I, I had originally tried to find a really good like blowjob story. Because it would be so funny. But eventually I, w- I decided, let me look on Reddit because I can kind of filter out what's going to be porn or not, uh-huh. right? I can just scroll through and just see what's going to be porn or not. And I found, I found one that was funny in, you know, a terrible way. Um, it just, there just was no story there. There was, uh, I'm assuming some sort of soldiers in what appeared to be somewhere in the Middle East. And the, there was a camera in a drone that started zooming in down in the structure where one soldier was giving another soldier a blowjob. Oh. And as the camera is on them, you see the missile drop from the drone and blow up and kill both of them. It was absolutely terrible. Oof. Not as bad as this story though. Oh no. So Jimmy Lee Gray, okay, was born in Whittier, California, 1948. At some point during his childhood, it's a little vague, the story doesn't have a lot of information really about his life. Um, he moved to Arizona, okay? And in 1968, so when he was 20 years old, he murdered his 16-year-old girlfriend, Elda Louise Prince. Oh, wow. There's already some not chill things going down. Yeah. Okay, he's a 20-year-old dating 16-year-old, murders her. So he was found guilty, uh, Jimmy was found guilty of second-degree murder, it's crime of passion, mm-hmm. and was sentenced uh, 20 to life in an Arizona prison. After only serving seven years, Jimmy was then released on parole. Doesn't make sense to me, but I don't live in Arizona. So, you know, maybe they have different rules there for certain things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not so much information on his life here, but one way or another, he ended up in Mississippi, okay, where Jimmy continued his, his bad record. Oh, no. That's right. He would go on to kidnap, rape, oh. and murder three-year-old Duressa <gasps> Jean Scales. Oh, no. Or Duressa, probably Duressa Jean Scales. Um, I know, absolutely terrible. Um, un- what's unfortunate, and he did get caught for this. He was caught and arrested. What was unfortunate for him was that Mississippi had like literally, like that year, had just reinstated the death penalty. Thank God. Right? I mean, that same fucking year. Yeah. He was the first person to be sentenced to death in Mississippi 
after they reinstated it. Good. Right? Amazing. Great things. Good job, Mississippi. So in 1983, um, like I said, he was the first man in Mississippi to be executed uh, after they had reinstated uh, capital punishment. Yeah. Um, and he would be executed via the gas chamber. Okay. Okay, so I had looked up, like, what does a gas chamber execution typically look like? And typically, you know, just like you would imagine, it's a sealed room, room fills with gas or toxic chemicals. Um, and essentially, the subject is, like, supposed to be non-painfully killed in a, just under or about two minutes. So you're supposed to basically just fall asleep and then die. Okay. Okay. But as fate would have it, this would not be the case for Jimmy. Now, uh, a man who was not named... I'm assuming because bad things came about this or they maybe they they hid his name in the press. Okay. Um, but the uh, the man who was in charge of conducting the gas in the gas chamber or like you, some would call him an executioner, right? He's the one that really handles it and does yeah. it, presses the button per se. Um, he, he happened to come and work uh, slightly intoxicated. Okay? okay. Now, maybe it's because he's an alcoholic. Maybe it's because, you know, he hasn't had to use the gas chamber in like a while, you know? Just gotta, you know. So he's a little rusty. Maybe he's he needed got to calm some, the nerves. Got to calm his nerves, yeah. yeah. Um, well, due to his impairment, um, he would go on to miscalculate the amount of gas that was necessary to kill Jimmy. Okay. So when the gas started entering the room, Jimmy obviously breathed in the gas and he began screaming. Now this isn't normal for a gas chamber death, mm -hmm. but he began screaming. Okay. Now his it's important to note, his head was not strapped down into the chair, mm -hmm. right? He was kind of willy nilly with his head and neck. And so he began thrashing and s slamming his head around, screaming in pain. Um, he ended up striking a steel pole with his head multiple times. Whoa. Was bleeding and screaming in pain. And after eight minutes of this, the people in charge of the execution decided to escort the viewers out. He was still bleeding and screaming and smacking his head against a pole. Oof. Yes. Uh, two minutes later, he died due to blood loss from his head injuries. Wow. Not the gas. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, Jacob. Um, Jimmy? Oh, he had it coming. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, he and was. So, just personally, yeah. not gonna cry about that one or lose any sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's rough. Rough way to go. Rough way to go. He deserved every moment of it. Um, okay, so this next one, a little more story to it, mm -hmm. okay? <clears throat> um, Minnesota in 2016. So 20-year-old David Heyman was reported missing when he failed to show up for work. Apparently, he had not reported to work for about five days. So work contacted police, said, we think he's missing. I guess they had called. Probably he had, like, some, like, emergency contacts and they just weren't answering or something. Okay. Well... After police began searching for him, they, they found the very next day what would be Heyman's torso. Ooh. Yeah. About an hour and a half later, they found his head. Oh. Now, both of these parts of his body were discovered in the woods in okay. Minnesota, um, separated from each other, obviously. That's why it took an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. but um, they, so, and then meaning only his torso and head. Like well, his, his torso and his limbs, I'm sure. Okay. It doesn't really say that the, his limbs weren't attached to his torso. It's just important to note that he was in fact decapitated. Okay. Um, police had nothing. They had nothing to go off of with this. That this makes is, me think it wasn't an animal attack. I feel like that well, would be pretty obvious. Yeah, it was not an animal attack. Um, and this is this is 2016. Like we got fucking CSI and shit, you know? Like they had nothing. 
there was there was no evidence really to go off of. It was in the middle of the woods. The weapon wasn't left there. All sorts of shit. So, I mean, it was gonna be a pretty messy investigation probably. Well, before they could even really begin an investigation, um, a police officer was conducting a routine traffic stop. There was a vehicle that was driving that had an obstructed license plate. Um, and so he went to pull them over, right? And the car began speeding away, led this cop on a high-speed chase. Wow. Um, after finally getting the vehicle to stop, the driver and passenger of the vehicle fled on foot. Okay. Got out of the car and ran. Um, they were eventually found and arrested. Uh, the passenger of the vehicle was Joseph Thorson, 35-year-old, and, wouldn't you know, a friend of David Heyman. Okay. Uh, the driver of the vehicle had told police that Thorson had forced him to flee at knife point. He, he said Thorson told him that he had killed the owner of the vehicle, which would be David Heyman. They were driving David Heyman's car and that they needed to flee. And he held it, held him at knife point and made him drive away from the cops. Okay. But police found no evidence of a knife of any of that. And there was no evidence of Thorson murdering David Heyman. So they let them, they let Thorson go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounded a bit far-fetched. Yeah, it did. It, of course, of course. Well, a couple of days later, um, police decided they would re-question the driver, um, who had said that Thorson had confessed to him uh, to killing Heyman, and that he had witnessed Thorson burn a blood-covered bat. He had a blood-covered bat that he tossed into a fire pit. Hmm. Maybe he was attacked by a rabid possum. It could have been a possum. And he had to beat it with a he bat. He had to beat the possum. And then in order to avoid- Didn't want anyone to get rabies right, or something. the spread of disease. He had to burn it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sure that's exactly what the police thought when they went to question Thorson. Um, so Thorson had stated that he had not been in contact with Heyman for weeks. He had no idea what was going on, right? He's just as concerned. Um, but police were in possession, this is 2016, of text message exchanges between Thorson and Heyman, um, where- they had planned to meet at Thorson's home the night of the murder. Hmm. Yeah, not looking good. So police arrest Thorson on con on the uh, suspicion of murder. Now, I forget. Was this the one who said he was threatened at knife point or the one? This is the one. This is the knife point threatener. The threatener, not the threatenee. No, no, no. This was the threatener. Okay. Yes. So after being arrested, uh, Thorson caved immediately, confessed. Got too hot. So now we're going to hear the whole story of the night of the murder. Okay. So Thorson had a girlfriend, Kayleen Greninger, and Thorson had invited his friend, David Heyman, to come over and hang out, and he told his girlfriend, hey, David's coming over. And Greninger had said that she told Thorson she was very uncomfortable with that because Heyman had sexually assaulted her. Uh, okay. Yes. And this pissed Thorson off. No one sexually assaults my girlfriend. Okay. I mean, yeah, so he's understandable. Angry. He's angry. Sure. But he doesn't tell Heyman this. He allows Heyman to continue the plan as to coming over to his house. And when he got there, uh, Greninger, the, the girlfriend, punched Heyman, and then they bound him to a chair, and they began beating him for his actions. Now, apparently, allegedly, Heyman agreed to be bound to a chair and to be beaten. Um. Apparently, he, he understood the the ramifications ramifications so yes. i'm trying to paint a picture in my head mm -hmm. agreeing why he would agree to get in a chair and be bound and beaten yes and i can only imagine it's a situation very similar to my like shit your pants or else 
sort of scenario. <laughs> okay. You know, like I want to kill you, but I won't if you sit in this chair and let us, you know, smack you around and, you know, beat you with these bats. Well, it wasn't us. It was just Greninger. She would be the only one to attack him when he was bound. That was the deal. Okay. He agreed. So they, they tied him up to a chair and Greninger, the girl that he allegedly sexually assaulted, began punching and kicking him. She uh, allegedly broke his nose and uh, caused like bruising over his whole body. When she was done, Heyman was then untied. Okay. And it was Thorson's turn and he began beating the shit oh. out of Heyman now. Well, but now deal... he's he, now he's not tied up. Right. So now So now it's a fair fight. Loophole. Of course. <laughs> well, after Thorson was done and after Heyman's penance had been paid, they let bygones be bygones and the three of them left the home to go uh, quote score some bud. Ah. Yeah, they're friends. Wow. Again. No, that's everything's, you know, water under the bridge. Yes. So they were they were all going to go out. They were going to smoke marijuana, maybe smoke a little meth. Have a good night. Sure. But while they were driving, uh, Thorson and Greninger's car began to have some car troubles. Okay. And so they had to pull over. All right. Now, they didn't really know what was wrong, but Heyman kind of knows about cars. And so they asked him if he would go and check the oil. All right. Right. If I'm having car trouble, I don't think my oil is probably the problem if I'm pulling over. But, you know. They don't. They maybe. just said they don't know anything about cars. They don't cars. know anything. But maybe Heyman can look at the oil or something. So he goes to check the oil. And while he's checking the oil, Thorson hits Heyman in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Okay. Okay. Hits him real hard with a baseball bat. Oh, all right. Uh, then Thorson pulls out a machete. Oh. Yes. And stabs Heyman in the lungs. So through his ribs, mm -hmm. stabbing his lungs, then hacked his head off. That's uh, right. Huh. That's right. Once he was finished, he picked up and threw Heyman's body into the woods, then picked up his head and threw it into the other part of the woods. Which is where they found them. Which is where they found them. Um, then him and Greninger left the scene. So to, after- To score some butt. To, to finally score some butt, probably. Right. Gosh, now that Heyman's gone. Um, after hearing the confession, obviously, Greninger was also arrested. Uh-huh. And they were both charged with, you know, various degrees of murder. So Greninger, I guess, worked with police or, or, or like made a plea deal or something. Okay. She, she, she pled guilty and was found guilty of second degree murder. And she was sentenced to 30 years in prison. This was in 2017. Mm -hmm. Sentenced to 30 years in prison. Thorson, however, claimed that he was not guilty, that uh, during his sentencing, he had said that Greninger had fooled them all, that she was the main culprit that they were after. But he already confessed to lopping his head off with a machete. So. Yes, yes, he did. Um, and the jury didn't give a shit. And he was uh, found guilty of first degree murder, and was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Ah. Yes, and that was in the state of, uh, what is it, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Are they Canadian? They're kind of Canadian, right? Mm. Okay, this last one I really wanted to talk about, but didn't know if we'd have time, and so here we are. And it's, it's a quick one, it's short. So in Russia, okay, in 2016, um, I guess in Russia they, they don't put last names, when they're when in like articles about like crimes and stuff. Okay. So I don't have any last names. All I have is first names. So a 23 year old Alexander, who was a punk rocker, right? Mm -hmm. He was a musician. He played the bass um, for a band called the Easy Riders. Mind you, this was from a site that was the, this article that I'm reading is all from a Russian website uh, that I had Google translated and then I took screenshots of it. <laughs> okay. There might be some weird translations going down. So apparently Alexander liked he had a he had a little kink okay he 
allegedly liked to wear women's clothing while he masturbated. Huh. Okay. Okay. Now, apparently, according to Alexander, um, his band, the Easy Riders, mm-hmm. they had apparently discovered this, you know, uh, kink of his. And in true kink shaman fashion, they kicked him out of the band. Wow. So he's not chill with that. They're not very understanding. No, no, no. They are kink shaming, I mean, to the nines. I don't know if that's how you use that phrase. It's not. <laughs> but you just mean like they they were super kink shamers. Super, super kink shamers. Yeah, yeah. Totally unchill. And apparently, Alexander's girlfriend, Victoria, had found him wearing her clothing and her makeup, and she was not chill with it. And I'm assuming she found him while he was masturbating. Um, I don't know that that'd be a deal breaker for me. I don't, I mean, right? Who knows? I don't know. But apparently she tried to kick him out of her house. Oh, she was very upset then. She was very upset. And Alexander was not chill with that. So he killed Victoria. Uh, oh. Yes. Oh. He killed her in a violent um, rage. Huh. Yes. Um, that's when things get really dark because then Alexander cut off Victoria's head. Hmm. And he used it sexually. Oh, he Ed Kempered it. He Ed Kempered his girlfriend's head. No. Yeah. Ew. That's right. Um, while he was wearing one of her dresses, apparently. It's just a slap in the face. Right? He's wearing one of her. He probably got like fucking shit up his ass with mm-hmm. with her fucking dead mouth on his penis or some shit. I mean, it's the other thing. What the fucking throat hole? Yeah. That's disgusting. I oh god, it probably was a throat hole. All I'm, that's all I'm saying. Ugh. Like, there's only two ways that's happening. He's not doing shinshi shinshi. No, he isn't. On her, you know? Ugh. ugh. Okay. Um, <laughs> apparently, Russia likes to keep some fucking tight lips on a bunch of shit, so that's basically where it ends. Except that in an interview, the band members were saying, and again, this is translated from Russian, mm-hmm. um, they kept referring to him as Pussy. Oh, wow. And apparently, that was his, like, nickname. That was his street name. Just Pussy. His name was Pussy. Everyone called him Pussy. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe pussy doesn't mean the same thing in Russia. Maybe it was like like puss in boots type thing. Maybe it's like a, yeah, maybe Cat. it's like like a, if you call someone a pussy, it's like a really like chill dude or something. Right. I yeah. don't know. Well, they, they said that they did not expel pussy from the rock group because they discovered that he was wearing dresses and masturbating. They kicked him out because he had a severe drug problem <laughs> and huh. allegedly... Uh, was discovered that he was high on cocaine and bath salts. Ooh. When he murdered, when he murdered and his murdered his girlfriend Victoria and had sex with her head. Right. Yeah, that adds up a lot better than Right. Bath salts really makes nowhere. it all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really mm, I don't know why the fuck people do that. It's fucking terrifying. People do some crazy shit on like bath salts, PCP especially. Oh, yeah. Fucking weird. It's crazy, dude. People on bath salts will straight up like murder you and just start eating your flesh. Yeah. No, no, no. Like specifically, there's something specific about like biting into people. It's disgusting. That's like a, like a just yeah. repetitive sort of thing people do. But, like how great must be the high that you would still risk it? I have no idea. Like it must be fucking peak, like a fucking one. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I mean, it would have to be for you to risk, you know, eating someone. Well, so but see, I high. feel like you could just get around that real easy. Like you've seen movies where people turn into werewolves, you know, like shoot up or whatever, smoke it or whatever, however it is you do it. And then like, you know, tie yourself to like the wall or something. Why? So you can eat your own arm off? Would you do that? 
I'm, it's better than eating other people. I'm assuming if if someone on bath salts has the capability of murdering and eating like the face of a person, well, what that if they you, could like chew through their own arm? You just put like a muzzle on or something. Just muzzle yourself. Yeah. But then what's like the point the of being Han- high? Like the Hannibal Lecter mask. What's the point of being high? What do you mean? Okay, so you fucking chain your arms and legs. You could, okay, fine. Hold you on, make and them- you muzzle yourself. Yeah. And then you 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 do bath salts and then you, you're muzzled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? You sit in front of a TV and watch, I don't fucking know, Jerry Maguire? I don't know. What, what, while you're what high you- on bath salts? Are you really sitting and watching TV when you do that? Why are people always getting up and like chasing people to eat them? See what I mean? I mean, I guess. So you watch like Dawn of the Dead, like really freak oh, out? Oh shit, yeah, live vicariously. <laughs> yeah, you get like real crazy. <laughs> yeah, do that instead, you know, then you're saving lives and also getting high. And also getting high. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, you can't, usually you can't do both. I know. But in this case, you would. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch, you know, Dawn of the Dead. Was that made by Rob Zombie? No. No? Mm-mm. Who made Dawn of the Dead? I don't know. Oh. Not Rob Zombie, I didn't think. I thought he did. Anyway. Cool ass movie. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. It was a fun movie. Especially, like, especially the, when the woman gave birth to like, a little baby zombie. Ew. <laughs> gross. Yeah. It was really gross. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that's enough about heads. Spin this wheel. Welcome to prison, bitches. What's your first face tattoo going to be? Oh, wow. So um, the first one, I'm assuming by the time you're out of prison, you'll have multiple. But what's the first one? What's the your very first what, one? It's got to be a statement. Right. But what statement do you want to make in prison? Like immediately, you know, if it's the very first one and it's got to be like a big statement piece, what could that be? Do you and get just like, like a really big penis so that everyone knows you have a really big dick? I mean, maybe <laughs> that's a thought. You know, we'll put a pin in that one and come <laughs> back to it. OK, maybe like because like that's what I'm asking. Like, what statement do you want to make? You know, I'm dangerous. Right. Right. I'm, I would want to be semi feared, but not too feared that they would want to kill me real quick. Maybe like a grenade. Okay. You know, like you're about to blow. I'm explosive. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. You know that scene where Beatrix Kiddo and um, what's the name of the old man with the long eyebrows? Uh, Paime? Paime. I was like, Shifu. <laughs> 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 so remember when Beatrix Kiddo and Paime Yes, and Kill just, Bill, just, volume uh, two. Yes, and you see their silhouettes and they're like, you know, doing crane pose and stuff. Okay. Maybe I would get that, the silhouettes of Paime and Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah. But like like in a sequence across my forehead. Oh, you're doing across your forehead. Yeah. Wow. You just figure like shape wise, that's the best place to put a sequence of crane pose moves. Okay. Um, I think I think for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the little fireball demon? No. The little fireball like devil man? No. I'm not sure what you mean. So fireball on the logo, there's a little demon. Oh, okay. You meant fireball the liquor. So yeah. I did just you, I what was what did you think no I was talking reason, about? I thought you were talking about a demon that was a ball of fire. And I was like, I've never seen that before. No, no I'm no not way. getting biblical in here. I'm getting liquory, all right? <laughs> fucking fireball demon, fucking tattooed right on my face, right? That way they Jacob, know, like, what? I've got bad news for you. What? You're getting butt fucked if you do. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> don't, don't get that, demon. No, but no one wants to butt fuck me because, because I'm, I'm spicy. Like cinnamon. Oh. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, you like to party. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get butt fucked if I go to prison anyway. 
Just have fun. Like, have you seen me? I'm weak and I'm somewhat pretty. Like, I'm I'm gone. Okay, I'm I'm nowhere near a ten, but I'm like a prison eight. All right. Yeah. I I will be ripe, absolutely fucking ripe for destroyed. the plucking. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, fuck it. Right. I might as well do something funny. I don't know. Maybe you could just like go for shock or something. You know. Like, what if you had permanently tattooed on your face like one of the like kiss makeup faces. You know, the band Kiss. You want me to permanently tattoo fucking kiss makeup well, on my that's face? that's a different angle you could go for. You're so weird looking, no one wants to fuck you. You won't get raped. You could just laser all that off and just have like a weird scar <laughs> later. I don't know. Save your asshole and, you know, kind of scar your face a little bit. Maybe I just get like fucking HIV positive, like underneath one of my eyes. Maybe, I mean, maybe the goal, you could just get like a bunch of tattoos that make it look like you've like been fighting a lot, you know? Like a fake scar. Oh, okay. Ooh, like across your eye, like that. Like like fucking Kratos. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't think that helped me. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think my best bet. Oh no, because then if I put like HIV positive, then only the HIV guys are gonna rape me, and then I really will be HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> Damn um, it! There's no winning, Jessica. Let's see. There is a way. There's a way. Oh my God! I got it. What? No one will want anything to do with you. What? You could get. A Nickelback tattoo <gasps> on your forehead or something. Just bold black letters, Nickelback. Yeah. Right across the top of my head. Uh-huh. You're right. I might get the shit kicked out of me on the daily. Sure. But I won't get the shit pounded up in me anymore. <laughs> right. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's it. I will get Nickelback tattooed on my face. Mm-hmm. And every time uh, I feel threatened, I just start singing Nickelback. Yeah. Because then they'll leave me alone because no one yeah. wants to hear that. Yeah, no, like the, the, like make them so disgusted. They want to leave you alone angle is actually a good one. Like maybe I'd get like tattoos of like spider legs around my eyeballs or something, you know? Mm-hmm. That's good. I have, I have my family send me books of just fucking Nickelback biographies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like constantly like mumbling all these Nickelback <laughs> trivia. I got Nickelback poster up in my fucking cell. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can we, see that we, working. We don't fuck with that guy. That's a Nickelback guy. No, they only put me with like the fucking deaf, <laughs> the fucking deaf <laughs> prisoners. <laughs> Shit, that'd be cool. All right, that's it. That's the win. That's my. That's probably my only saving grace if I were to go to prison. Mm-hmm. Nickelback. Yep. Thank you, Jessica. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're you welcome. saved me in my butthole. You're welcome. You're both welcome. <laughs> well, well, oh, 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 never mind. Well, if you liked what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can share it with everyone who listens to podcasts. If they got ears, they can listen to us. Your cellmates in prison, you can share them, our episodes, that is, with mm, friendly neighbors you meet at the mailbox. Yeah. Maybe maybe you drive around on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning when everyone's having garage sales, and you just play us loud on your speakers for them to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not if kids are around, though. Well, fuck them kids. They can listen to it. They have ears. I, I, I'm not questioning whether they could. You don't think kids should be hearing about uh, prison rape? Yeah, just, you know. Or, I, or you don't want kids hearing about Nickelback? Honestly, either. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, you can always um, just go to our website. You could. And on that website, you would find a link to our uh, PayPal, where you can leave a single-time donation, no subscription, no membership or anything like that. But... I would encourage you to explore because right next to that, we'll have a link to our Patreon. And on Patreon, we have so many awesome, super cool and exclusive things that only people who uh, follow us on Patreon get to have access to. That's right. Uh, that website, by the way, threeshotsin.com 
can take you to that Patreon page. It is pretty great. We have a lot of fun in there. We put up a super secret, no one knows about a podcast, Three Shot Cinema. Three Shot Cinema, where Jake and I watch terrible movies so that you don't have to. And then we give you the play-by-play on those movies. But in, you know, in our own style, our charming, plucky, quirky style. Oh, so that you I, can, I would say that we're plucky and, and quirky. Yeah, so you, you get to still enjoy it, That's even good. though it's such a terrible movie. That's good. Normally, I don't enjoy the movies until I'm talking about them. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it makes me like actually like the movie more because we're having so much fun talking about them. Uh huh. And I bet you'd have so much fun listening to it. You can only listen to it on Patreon. So go do it right now. Are you waiting for them to do that before continuing? You paused for a second. I paused to read. Oh, I'm a reader. Uh, no, I was going to say topic, Jessica, next week. Next week's topic. You know what that topic is? I have forgotten. So no. Rap. Rap. That's Ooh. right. Rap. Fun. You think about I'm what trying you're to I'm trying about. to think of a rap right now. Nope, don't do that. Jessica, give me a beat. No. <laughs> I refuse to do that. <laughs> I never will do that. Come on, give me a beat, Jess. No. A, like fucking beat you beat the shit out of you so that you don't do it? I'll do that. <laughs> no. Come on, I can do a rap. Just a rap or two, just here or there. You know, a few lines, few rhymes. Stop it. <laughs> you're already starting. <laughs> that's enough okay (laughs) okay that's fair (laughs) well thank you for listening um we'll be rapping for you next week (laughs) no we won't be well just a wrap that's a wrap But I'm assuming if we ever get famous one day, someone's going to jack off to that that feet pick of mine. If you have like a hobbit fantasy. Uh, I'm not like hobbit like. I'm hobbit like. I don't got that much hair. I do. <laughs> <laughs>